0: You're listening to One-on-One with DP. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to One-on-One. Um, yeah, I'm headed to Carolina to, do, to coach some coaches and to teach some teachers. And uh, Thursday is at a college in... Greensboro, and Friday is at a college in Guilford, North Carolina. Um, so looking forward to that. And a big part of it just has me thinking. Um, in the in, in the old school, I ask this of you all. And I'll do it again because I think it's worthy. Um, a big part of the impact of Influence, the books that, that that have been a part of, it's a bunch of coaches from around the country who simply – give a nod to people who have had an, a positive impact on them or had positive influence on them in their lives, in their career, and how, they, how they're how they living. And what I love about it is it's an opportunity. In Volume 1, I chose my brother, my older brother, because he's I was lucky enough to have a hero in my house. Um, and it was a chance to pay tribute to him, an homage to my older brother. The second one was the organization in which I played in as a kid, uh, we were the black knights. Uh, and when I say black knight, those are colors. So we had army colors, we were black and gold. Um, but it was the most diverse group of folks, even back in the 70s. This was a place where if you were a black knight, you were a black knight. You weren't a white black knight. You weren't a black black knight. You were a, You were a black knight. And I needed that in that space. And then finally, in the last one, I chose my high school baseball coach, uh, a man by the name of Del Norwood. And Del Norwood is the father of Scott Norwood from the Buffalo Bills who missed the kick. Um, But Scott Norwood was a big reason why I got into college and got the scholarship that I did because he referred some folks uh, to me. Uh, So shout out to Scott and Del Norwood for what they did. Um, but it was a chance to tell the story and he was you know, he pitched for the senators and the in the red sox back in the day uh in one game he used to tell the story all the time about uh striking out hank aaron uh, willie mays in a, in a game uh, but then also giving up a home run to willie mays in the next at bat um, but he was a former marine and it just he was the first one to challenge me to try like give yourself a chance just try and so in, the early, in in old school, I asked Jay and I asked Rico, who, whose shoulders do you stand on? Whose shoulders gave you uh, leverage and an opportunity and new vision? Like sometimes you got to get on folks' shoulders to see over what you can see uh, to what's greater for you uh, or coming to you. And I'll ask you, just, just take a moment. And who, what teacher, parent, neighbor, coach – helped you or impacted you or influenced you in a positive way to help you become the version of you that you are today. And if possible, once that person comes to mind or those people come to mind, that if you can, if at all possible, because I would give anything to share my thoughts and my love for Coach Norwood with him, I just would. There are coaches that, that help me through the way that I wish I could just simply text or call or write a letter and say thank you. So I challenge you today. I know this is a little off the beaten path for folks, but take a moment and think of somebody that did that for you. And if you can, in this day and age with Facebook and social media and texting, and you might be able to find them. And you should. You absolutely should. Say thank you for somebody because teaching is love. Coaching is love. Mentoring is love. Educating is love. For the lady in your neighborhood that made you sandwiches when, when mom was busy or would step up for the family when mom was sick, right, the guy down the street who will whisper basketball secrets to you when your dad wasn't around. Hey man, listen. I'm watching you. Like, do you think there are guys in my neighborhood I can think of? Mister Miller, who who taught me how to play guitar. Right, I can think of Mister Peyton, who worked on, uh, who wanted me to be a catcher, and then recognized pretty quickly that he, as he said, you're too fast to play catcher. I wanted to play catcher because you got the ball all the time. Right, Uh, Mister Cephas, who taught me more about basketball in one sitting watching the Virginia Squires back in the day, built the love for this thing. My cousin, Pete, who would come down from New York and bring some of the New York game down to Virginia, and he was like, okay, there's this guy. Like, He was the first person I heard, I heard talk about Dr. J. And he would explain it to me. He, he introduced me to George Gervin in the one-handed shot. He introduced me uh, to Don O'Hillman. But there's a lady, Peg Jeans, who was my English teacher, who was the first woman who said, You're gonna be a great writer writer one day. And for a little black kid who was struggling academically, that changed my whole life. That changed my whole life. So for whoever that is for you, it will take you no time and it causes you no pain for you to say thank you to them do it do it it'll make your day i promise you and it'll make theirs it will make their day Uh, as a coach anybody that played for me over the course of this uh, over the course of the years um, we explained that you have to love people how they how they want to be loved right and as grandparents my grandparents They weren't on the computer. They didn't understand that. So I would write letters, handwrite letters to them because that's how they process. That's how they... So each of my players would write a letter to their parents and their grandparents from their own hand and their own words. And 201, those letters are in a special folder or in a special frame today. Because what it took, what it meant for those young people, to write those letters and send them. I still have these study programs. I still have them. The 168s. The 168s would simply break. ask players to break down, listen, you're here. The greatest excuse for not accomplishing anything is I do not have the time. But the person who does and the person who doesn't has the same amount of time. They have the same 168 hours a week. There are people that choose and people that don't. And so we would break it down, you know, the 40 hours of sleep, uh, you know, uh, the 56 hours of sleep, the 40 hours of school, right, to go through. And in most cases, there was a window in a pocket of about the difference of greatness and not greatness is about 40 hours a week. And it was what you were doing with those 40 hours. And listen, if your 40 hours were fully occupied, I got you as a coach for 20 hours a week, and if I was a man of my word and a man of my intention, those 40 hours was where I was going to get from you what I needed to get from you, which was usually you paying attention to the thing that mattered most. Student was first. It was a head of athlete. So we focused on that, and then we focused on being together. And we focused on paying attention and being respectful for teachers. We had a day. We picked a day each year where the each week where the teachers got the jerseys and were invited to, to be a part of it. The teachers, whatever task the teacher assigned, aside from their schoolwork, was done. So sometimes it was getting the the, the chalkboard clear and rewriting a new the new study p- program or to, to to help them grade and record. Uh, uh, grades and projects that were due, keeping track of projects that were coming, Um, all of those things, letters to parents and those sort of things. And so the teachers knew right away whether they were impacting because they knew from that week I gave you five assignments, you got four of them perfect, the other one you missed a thing, let's go over and cover that. Versus the person that got one of the five, okay, we got some work, I need some more time. And I had to go to teachers and say, hey, listen, this will seem like a lot of work, but if I can make your teachers, your teaching and their receiving better by you giving each of the, my players, my whether it's 15 players in basketball or 50 in football, can you give them each three minutes every Friday? Because what you're going to find out is you're going to have less work the rest of the week. The easiest kids to coach in the entire in every school that I was at were my players. Why? Because they were engaged, they were connected, and she really didn't have to go back 3 weeks. She never had to. We never got those 23rd hour emails that hey, he he can't play, he might not be able to play this week cuz he's struggling academically. No, we never had any of that. We got it from day 1. And you talk about the peace of mind of a parent to not have to worry about whether your kid's struggling academically, a teacher understanding that parents know what's going on with their kid and being able to report to, the, to their administrators and bosses that my kids are not only getting it, they're excelling at it. And then imagine the teachers showing up in unison for, for athletic programs because they're connected to the kid. They know how hard the kid's working. They know it matters. So through all of this, it's educating parents and students and mentors and educators and coaches on all the things that are required and in place. And it simplifies what we do. And I'm just going to repeat it again. If you have the opportunity to say thank you to somebody who patted you on the back or kicked you in the pants, because both may have been required, Right. If you have the chance to find a teacher, a coach, a mentor, uh, that neighbor, that neighbor lady that sat on the front porch and watched and whispered to you to go to go right when you were going left. If you can do that today, you'll make their day and yours. I'm just saying, give it a shot. We'll close out one-on-one when we come back, set you up for the Captain show. It's riffing with Raff and Davis today. Looking forward to putting the guys in the daytime light. If you haven't heard their shows, you're in for a joyful, joyful ride from 11 to 2 today. We'll be right back. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One-on-One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.